Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. We got a lot of work to do. Um, and you know why? I know we have a lot of work to do because the backlash that Coca-Cola is experiencing right now because of their Let's Be Less White training program tells me everything I need to know. Yesterday, I started off the show talking about beautiful Elijah McClain um, and the young man in Texas, Plano, Texas, who was followed 18 year old by police and arrested for walking, you know, walking while black to his home. And uh, for anyone who believes that this this notion that this country is racist or that systemic racism doesn't exist or that the very notion of whiteness is not baked into every corpuscle of the American experience, you might be white. And the black people who are saying it, and I get it, right? So it's almost like you want to distance yourself from anything that could possibly explain. So if you're super successful, you don't want to you know, acknowledge racism because look, I'm super su- successful. I got here on my own. I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. It wasn't racism. You just have to learn how to comport yourself and navigate these spaces. You just have to, you know, m- you know, figure it out. It's a game. You got to learn the rules and learn how to play it. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong. But again, how many white kids at 18 are followed home? and harassed put on the ground like Elijah McClain and having ketamine injected into their bodies. How many, I don't remember reading those stories. I've seen a lot of uh, stories on YouTube or a lot of instances where white people have beat up the cops, (laughs) kicked the cops. Dylan Roof shot a whole church up and got taken to get something to eat. And he was armed. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse armed taken in no problem so I just I don't know I don't know but I do know because I've been black my whole life and even as a black woman of you know of moderate success you know racism rears up and and to be honest with you the more agency I acquire the more quote-unquote I'm putting up air quotes around success because that's very relative but the more agency I will say that I'll use that the more freedom I buy for myself the more I get to see the resistance to that freedom and what, what that looks like. And I, you know, I didn't experience that as a 20 something year old rising up in the ranks of the daily news because I was not a threat to the power structure. Actually, I walked in lockstep with the power structure and, and, and the little ways in which I pinched here and there, you know, and, and caused a little fly in the ointment here or there. I was no threat. I was no threat until I was. So, you know, I speak to speak uh, about this through different lenses, but uh, I applauded what Coca-Cola did because from a company whose bottom line is now reliant upon a very diverse group of people throughout the globe. You know, you have a billion plus people on the continent of Africa. The average age in Ghana is 20 and Nigeria is 18. You telling me Coca-Cola is not doing the math. You telling me they don't have an actuary going, hmm, the growing population in this world is black and then brown. <laughs> so, oh, we're going to double down. We root for everybody that's black right now. And we're going to train the white folk that work here to not be so racist. I'm not mad at that. But they're getting a lot of backlash. Uh, this this one woman, uh, Carlin, I think that's a woman, Berensinsko, she describes herself as a former Democrat and an unwoke activist. She tweeted on Friday, uh, which went viral, 
uh, about this uh, confronting racism training program by Coca-Cola. She said Coca-Cola is forcing employees to complete online training, telling them to be, quote, uh, try to be less white. The tweet was accompanied by screenshots from the training session. So she's, you know, the whistleblower, I guess. And she included one portion, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist. Uh, another part listed a number of answers addressing what it means to be less white. And one of the answers was less be less arrogant. And she took the screenshots and, um, so, you know, I, <clears throat> all right. So who's upset about this? 866-801-8255. And again, if you identify with white, I get why you would feel some ways, but then ask yourself, what is this white thing? What is this whiteness? What, what does it even mean? And what am I teaching my children? And, you know, we watch people storm a capital, our capital, our house over a president that lost because of black votes that showed up in certain states and they want their country back and they're willing to burn the house down if they can't get what they want. But what are they fighting for really? And we have to ask that question of all of us. You know, I I know that I sit here today as a black woman only because there's such a thing as whiteness because I don't wake up every day thinking about, oh, I'm black. Oh, look at me, I'm black. When I look in the mirror, I brush my teeth with my quick toothbrush. I'm not thinking I'm, I'm black. I'm like, Hey, Karen, what's up? Who's upset about it? And I, you know, I contemplated even talking about this story in this way, because I know it's, it's, it's hard for somebody to say to themselves, everything that I believe makes me, me is a myth, but I can easily say, you know, being black is a myth. It's a myth. It it only means something in juxtaposition to a, to a construct. I would love to show up in the world as just me and all of the people who talk about being colorblind, you're full of crap because you were raised and indoctrinated into a system that designated you into a group. And it's interesting. Every day we're doing this uh, change maker series, right? And somebody called up yesterday and was like, I looked up Dr. Charles Drew and he looks, he's a white man. And I was like, you know, what's interesting. Just about half of the 20 people that we're doing, this month could, could have, could have passed for white. How wild is that? You know, I put, I'm putting the pictures up on my YouTube channel and I'm like, Oh, and the one person that passed for white, Mary Ellen Pleasant actually looked less white than all of the others. So we're talking about Charles Drew and uh, Robert church and um, <laughs> who else was that? Oh, Viv- no, Vivian Thomas did not look white. But there was a host of, of people that, that we had uh, this, this, this month. And then I'm thinking about today is W.E.B. Du Bois' birthday. Today he was born. His, he's half white. Booker T. Washington, half white. Frederick Douglass, half white. You know, like the people that, but what does that even mean? And then today um, I was reading this story about this book that I finished a few months ago called The Vanishing Half. It's a book about twins Raised in a town, the Vignet twins, raised in a town of light-skinned people, right? It was a town full of light-skinned people. They basically only married light-skinned people. It was a whole town of light-skinned people. Well, the identical twins uh, moved out of town, and then one of them walked away from blackness and never looked back. The Vanishing Half is what it's called. It will now be on HBO. Issa Rae and her production team Uh, Homegrown Pictures have joined as executive producers. HBO acquired the book in 2020. It was a highly competitive bid. 
And it will be a series based on this book, The Vanishing Half. And I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Britt Bennett is the novelist, bestseller, of course. And uh, the book was amazing, but this happened a lot. So if black people were able to walk away from blackness, what's whiteness? If, if half, you know, you know, and we're, you know, as black people, we always know when somebody has one drop. I remember, what's his name? Bob Barr, who was one of the most racist <laughs> Congress people we had. I was like, Bob Barr got, if you shake his family tree, a Negro's falling out. I promise you. And there's so many people, Carol Channing, her whole life. Her daddy was black and diamonds are a girl's best friend. You know, she's out there, a kiss on the hand, you know, and she, uh, uh, people like in Hollywood, oh my God, Carol Channing, hello, Dolly, black. <laughs> and I'm not even talking about Lena Horne and all these other people. This, this, this thing called race is what is literally killing us <laughs> as a nation. And we can't wrap ourselves around it. Listen. If you're going to put me in the black category, I'm doubling down on it. I'm going to be as black as I possibly can be. I'm going to make black is the dopest thing that's ever lived, but it doesn't really exist. Y'all made it up to justify your criminal enterprise called slavery in America, in the new world. Y'all made up this race thing. Now you mad because Coca-Cola wants to, you know, put it in check so that they can continue making their billions of dollars. I'm, yeah, I'm not mad at them. And then I found out today one of my favorite board games. Monopoly, also racist. I said, I'll be doggone it. The original Monopoly game was inspired by segregated Atlantic City in the 1930s. And the property. Damn it! Yes, I know, Smith. I grew up, you know, my daddy cheated and had like extra cash that he ordered from the bank and keep it in his pocket. And I kept losing to him, didn't know why. But the Monopoly game that I grew up loving based on a real, on real streets. In Atlantic City in the 1930s. And the, the, the person that founded Monopoly, well, they, they, the woman was named Lizzie Magi. She patented it in 1904. But the actual board game uh, was created by the realtor, Jesse Rayford. And he modeled the board game after his hometown. And he put the prices of the properties on the board to reflect the actual real estate hierarchy at the time. So when you think about Boardwalk and Park Place, the most valued properties on the monopoly board well black people could not go on the boardwalk in the 1930s in atlantic city black people were not allowed on the boardwalk and forget about park place and you know those cheap properties he actually lived on vintnor the yellow you know and his friends the joneses and the harveys they lived on park place and pennsylvania avenue you know the greens pennsylvania avenue and those streets were where black people were not allowed to live they made up the priciest spots on, on the Monopoly board. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Baltic Avenue, worth $60. That was the street where Har- Harvey's maid, Clara Wat- Watson, lived. So when you, and let me just say, for the record, I was the queen of buying up Mediterranean and Baltic. And then every time you came around past go, I put hotels on them. And then I made sure to get the hotel. So you either going to pay income tax or you're going to pay me my money. And I want that whole, I would buy up the cheapest block just naturally because you're going to have to land on one of them. And nobody wanted that. They all wanted the, the reds or the yellows or the greens. And I'm like, nah, I'm going to put hotels and put them up and I'm going to bankrupt you. That was my strategy. I didn't know that Miss Clara Watson lived on 
on uh, Baltic Avenue in Atlantic City. I had no idea it was a real place. And at the time, Atlantic City's uh, black residents made up about a quarter of the people in Atlantic City. Many of them moved, of course, during the Great Migration from the South. And the laws were um, set up that they had anti-discrimination laws, but the police officers would enforce segregation, arresting people if they went to the beaches. Atlantic City's the whole ass beach. (laughs) But if you were black, in the 1930s and you went to the beach, you could get arrested, hotels or restaurants only for white people, even the boardwalk. So y'all want to talk about this Coca-Cola wow. thing and be mad about Coca-Cola trying to eradicate the horrible oppression of whiteness? I'm not I'm not mad at that. 866-801-8255. So, so there's that. Let's go to the phones. <sighs> hey, Brian in Ohio. Hi. Hey. Hi. Uh, good to talk to you. Uh, I'm not mad. You know, if Coca-Cola has identified a racist white person, you know, black person, whatever, by all means, fire them, retrain them, whatever. But just to take the masses and say, if you're white, you're racist, you need retrained, I don't agree with it. I mean, that's... That's mass stereotype. Is that I what mean, you, so you're hearing that, so, so, so first let's, let's just get to some definitions, Brian, okay. uh, in Ohio, what does it mean to be white to you? Uh, white is a pigment. White is, is it, not. Is it? So you are completely void of pigment. You are albinos are white. So you have no uh, color. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, if you want to talk about being, uh, you know, pinpointed or, or no, I, I think or you're struggling with the question. I'm, so you're trying to redirect. So I need you to just focus because it's not a pigment pigment white. I've seen the crayon. I bet you a million dollars. You're not that color. So what does it mean to I'm be white? Short, I'm I'm, I bet you a million dollars. Red hair. You have red hair. Short, so that makes you that's red. red. That's a color. And, and and as a redhead, you should be extremely sensitive to what I'm saying right now because redheads have historically been vilified and demonized and, and put into a similar box as black people before they had black people to demonize. And you know this that's, if you're a redhead, if you're a natural that's redhead. What that's what I'm saying. But you have to overcome, you know, all that that you think, you know, just, okay, for for a black person who meets me, you know, I I talk like a hillbilly. I know. Mm-hmm. I got a red beard. I'm white. I work oil field service. But you, you uh, you're you're going up. off the 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 initial question that I need an answer to. I'm not. So, no, you okay. are. I, I what do does it mean, Brian? This is real simple, because it then dismantles everything else you're going to say. Because I I I'm challenging you right now. What does it mean to be white? Take pigment off the table because that's not really. You're not white. So what does it mean? What does it mean to be white? Uh, To be white means, to me, uh, 200 and some odd years ago, you know, maybe uh, I may have had some relatives in the past, uh, long distance past that I don't know about, that may have owned slaves. But since then, we've come so far. Why are we still focusing on the black versus white? What? Not... Not every white person is bad. I don't I believe that. I, so here, here, here. So Brian, stop for a second. 
first of all, I don't think you're white. I think you're a human being, number one, right? I don't believe that everybody who's a human being is racist. I believe that America was founded on racist ideology, which if you live in this country and you happen to have very little melanin, you benefited from. So I'm sitting here as a person who's successful, who has rarely, (laughs) I don't cry wolf or racism, I dare you, you know, but to ignore that there's a system at play where you start on third base with your pigment and your red hair, and I don't even get into the park for a minute. Now, I'm going to lap you. I'm going to let you know that because thank you, Natural Selection. You have created something that is hard to fight because there's certain tertiary muscles that have been built to endure 400 years of that oppression. I'm not making excuses. I'm saying that the whole system should be dismantled. And I don't know why you're not agreeing with me. It's white people then. What do we do with white people? We don't do anything with white people. We, we remove the moniker. We call you Brian in Ohio. But there there is no, there is no, what are you talking about? What do you want to do with white people? Nothing. I want to love you. I don't want there to be white people or black people. I want there to be people. Do you understand? Well, black female, I think you're fantastic. I love to listen to you talk. I don't want to do nothing. Yeah, but I'm just Karen. Why do I have to be a black, why do I have to be a black woman? Females is is an animal designation. I'm not, I'm not for Molly Jones from your honor. I'm a woman. And that's my, my, my pronoun is she. Um, but why can't I just be Karen, who you like to listen to? Why do I have I'm to be sure black? You, I, I do. I do. But you brought up the topic about the white race training and shit, and I'm not racist. I don't need retrained. What if I fucking, you know, had a black coworker that I said, hey, we need to retrain you to be a little less black because, you know, mm. you mm. may have had an ancestor in the past that robbed a uh, bank or something. Wow. You know? I mean, that's the, that's the... I think that's a false equivalence, and you seem to be getting agitated for no reason. So I want to know what that reason is. Why are you angry? I think it's irritating because you guys want to do something with white people, but you, you won't guys. just say it. It's not even, it's not, I'm saying the people on your show. I'm not saying fucking black or white or whatever. Mm. It's all this race spewing that you guys mm. do. It's race, race baiting towards race baiting. anything. You guys want to spin everything you can. Mm-hmm. On this show, you want people to spew hate. You want to incite violence against white people for no reason. Incite violence. Please show that evidence. I love all races. No, I, I mean, I you're saying things that are ridiculous. You guys are spewing hate. What? No, wh- where's the inciting no, of violence? I really need to understand who's inciting violence because you have to, you, you, you can't just say things, Brian. You got to back them up. Where? Because you outright imply right. that all white are racist. No, I did not. That's not true. That's a lie. Outright. And I need to know where I incited violence. All whites are racist. No, I did not say that's that. That's what you do every, every I did not. Day. No, I don't. No, nope, that's a lie. That's not true. Let's deal the truth. Or we can't have a conversation. We can't have a conversation if you can't digest what I'm saying to you, intellectually process it, and then come to a conclusion that is not irrational. Because I'm not hearing anything rational right now. You're, you've accused me of inciting violence. You've accused me of uh, saying all white people are racist, which I have not said i would not say that because i don't believe it i'm saying it's time for us to re-examine these labels and why we attach ourselves to them and the fact that you're getting irritated about it you have made my point you have made my point and i appreciate you brian why can people not just be people it's always got to be i said that so you've come to my conclusion (laughs) yes 
Yes. 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 That's all I was saying, right? That's all I'm saying. Oh my goodness. But here's the problem. How do we get to just being people? We have to deal with the vestiges of this race thing. That's how we get there. So what would it do to you, Brian, if you no longer could be a white man? What would that, what would, what would happen? What is it? Yeah. What would happen to you? If what? If tomorrow you wake up, you're not white. You no longer get to call yourself a white person. What happens? Well, hell, I'm probably going to look in the mirror and be like, shit, this is new. But I guess, uh, you know, if I'm not going to be white anymore, I'm going to go on about my business. Thank you. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's it. It ain't hard. we overcome. (sighs) I knew we we can get there. I knew knew you had had the gray matter to connect them dots. Brian, listen, I have to go to a break. Uh, When we come back, matter of fact, matter of fact, Matter of fact, Brian. Brian, are you are you still ar- irritated and agitated? I just want to. I want you to leave here, calm and peaceful. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Right. I just I I want the same respect across the board for whites, blacks, Hispanics. Oh, whatever. you're back to I the language. Care. Spanish is a language. That's so don't they, no again again we got these designations. The are... This is the problem. There's no Hispanic. That was a made up construct put on the census to divide people. It's in language. People speak Spanish. Doesn't make them Spanish unless they're from Spain. You're not white. I'm not black. We're people. How do we communicate and how do we engage and how do we live and how do we come together to build a world that we want our family, our children's children to live in if we can't get over that hurdle? And if you're always going to go back to your default, how do we get there? Can I say one last thing to your audience? Yes. And it's not my audience. It's the your majority, audience. You're listening. You're here. The majority of, of white people in America are good. They are not <laughs> racist. You have your select <sighs> crazy-ass fucking groups. We're not all racist. Thank yeah. you for letting me speak my piece. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Still doesn't get it. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.